Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And Doug, how was your holiday? <laughs> it was good. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> uh, boy, that was a fun, mm-hmm. fun little. Uh, yeah, that was good. It was good. Things are good. <laughs> Things are fine. Holidays. Now, let's, not, let's let's go back. Let's go back and talk about what happened. All right. The delay. Let's talk about it. Okay. What happened? So Justin and I usually start this off by me counting down from three to one, and then we clap. To synchronize the time, so when I go back and edit, I know where everything lines up. So when I did it this time, you, you clap was just like a couple milliseconds longer than normal, and I was like, ah, oh, that's didn't like that delay. It was, it was longer. Yeah, like my clap got extended. No, just you clap, but like the delay in which, like you clapped afterwards. I'm like, oof, that, I don't know what that means for this post. That didn't feel. It didn't feel good. In post, I might be like, oof, okay, this is interesting. This will be interesting because honestly, honestly. When I edit this, sometimes it feels like you and I are in two different timelines, like two different universes, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm the bridge to try and make it work, because, yeah, yeah it's strange. This is why I I miss more than I can fucking say. I miss being in person. So this is the only this reason why Justin misses it is because oh my God. recording. That's it. <laughs> That's it. No, it's just that because I feel like there is there are little moments that are lost mm-hmm. that we could capitalize on. Yeah. That you and I both just kind of subconsciously or super consciously just let go. Yeah. Like we let them go by the wayside. We don't pursue them because we know it's just not going to have that same magic. I was, do you listen to the Rick Roll podcast? No. Okay. Uh, he just came across my, you know, uh, my, my, uh, my personal zeitgeist um, recently. I subscribed. I hadn't listened in a while, uh, uh, and I finally decided I'm just going to dive in. Um, it's a great, great podcast. But he was just talking about uh, to Brian Grazer about the difference between doing stuff via Zoom and be doing stuff in person. And his podcast, uh, he likes to sit down and have a real in depth, like make a connection with someone, have a real in depth kind of philosophical conversation just about life, about who this person is. How you know uh, how you can be successful? How you can be your best self? And he's like, when the pandemic hit, and he's done—I think he's done this for eleven years. He's at almost episode eight hundred. So um, he's like, when the pandemic hit, I was forced to do a few of these via Zoom. And he goes, immediately, I could feel the magic get sucked out of the room. He goes, it just—I wasn't able to form that connection. And I was listening to it. I'm like, that's spot on. That's what Doug and I go through. Just goes to show you it's how tough. awesome we are as we create the yeah. magic. Even with the technological barriers, you know, that's true. We make it happen. We're better than Rick Roll. I think that we're saying. How do you, I feel like that's not a real person. That's the thing you do to someone that you don't like, and then you I, and you 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 give them. You know, never going to give you up by Rick Astley. Oh, I'm saying his I'm saying his name wrong. I'm sure Rich Roll. I feel like that's really awfully close to Rick Roll. So you know, but uh, yeah, I think it is Rich Roll. Sorry, it's not Rick Roll. Y'all just got Rickrolled. This is like a cookie joke bit. You say Rickroll the whole time and like, wait a minute, is that his name? Like, oh fuck, he got me. 
Yeah, a very <laughs> elaborate Rickroll pl- prank. So you're welcome. Yeah, Super I've been good. plotting that since things since Thanksgiving. Yep. So you're welcome. Ta-da! So good, so good. There it is. Yeah, no, I, I realized that when I had Jill on here, uh, and I was like, wow, there's like there's like some magic here. Like I think I like this person. You know, like I think. I think it's probably good we're together, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad it took to having her live on a podcast yeah, to realize that. Yeah. And for the record, uh, I was going to do another one with her last week, but my brother came yeah. in like unexpectedly, and I was like, well, we can just throw that out the window. So, because she, she was like, how are we going to do this with Natalie? I'm like, I don't know. Just tell her to go watch TV for an hour. I'm sure she won't have a problem with that at all. You know, although she yeah. does like when she knows that we're doing something without her, she's like, oh, I want to be a part of it. And I'm like, eh, you know, she's got that that little seven year old FOMO. Yeah, she definitely has yeah. FOMO with stuff where she's like, oh, what are you doing up there? I want to come in. Yeah. She's like a dog. Like Loki got really <laughs> mad at me when I was playing D&D the other night. I had the door closed and she's laid outside of it. Jill Gay sent me a, a text. She's like, Loki's mad. She's like, I want to come in. I want to come in your room. No closed doors. You know, she's really. Did you just hear that little. I, just, I heard like door. she like bumps in the door because she thinks that because she's busted this door open before because it doesn't oh, always latch. Sure, yeah. So I hear boom, yeah. boom, like it's not opening. No. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to come in here and look out. out the window, too. So like that's just she's just yeah. like, this sucks. I don't like it. You know, so she's she's pretty pissed about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we were going to do one, but uh, scheduling got in the way, and I was like, well, what are you going to do? So that is that is what it is. So, there But is we're back. Is. We've had some time off. It's been nice to relax, recoup, regroup, eat soup. I had soup tonight, actually. Did, did you make it yourself? I did. You Chicken noodle soup, baby. You make? Ooh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it's delicious. Do you... Uh, Steep the like. Do you cook the chicken in the soup for like a couple hours or? Uh, it's it's a center recipe, so it's like mm-hmm. you know chicken, you know whatever chicken stock, and you get some thighs together, and then you... oh, so you're not doing a whole bird. In I'm the, not doing the whole the bird. Pot. I've actually never okay. made my own chicken stock before. I hear it's infinitely more flavorful than what you get at the store. But I'm also when Beth like, and I do chicken soup, we put the whole bird in there nice. and let it let it let it go, and it's fucking amazing. I'd love to do that sometime. I know it takes yeah. takes a while to make the stock. It's no, uh, it's no joke. But I got a cool Christmas present. I got an immersion blender, so ooh, I'm gonna, been thinking about getting one. I'm gonna try and make some tomato soup at some point, like because I saw a recipe for that where I was like, "Yo, that looks legit." Uh, I want to do some tomato soup with a grown-up grilled cheese, uh, like a legit grilled cheese, and I think that sounds I've, pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. That was why I wanted to get it. I saw a recipe on, on Instagram about that, and I'm like, oh. I was like, okay. Nick, come to daddy. I'll do it, because J- Nally's been asking for tomato soup for a while, and I was like, all right. Because that's the thing, too, is like for me, a lot of stuff, I don't like a chunky sauce. I don't like a chunky marinara. I don't like a chunky salsa. I don't like a chunky uh, pizza sauce. I like it smooth. I like the flavors of it all. I just don't want the chunks. So yeah. You tell me, like, I can now have this thing that I can just, you know, get in there and blend it all up. I'm like, I'm all for it, man. Because my my blender doesn't do small quantities of stuff very well. It's in there for the long. Same thing with my food processor. It's a big one. So now I yeah. have an option to get in there and, and actually get even, this stuff. Even with the one that we have, even if we do a big, like a whole a whole thing of soup, like if it's a five quarts of it, like whatever it is, I still feel like it doesn't get it as smooth mm-hmm. as I see it when I watch a video of someone making it, never yeah. gets it as smooth. And I think the immersion, immersion or emulsion? Which emulsion, one? not immersion. What was this? Was is it this, emulsion? This I honestly don't know. 
This I you know what fucking goddamn it. I was like I'm because I looked it up real quick and I found I found Google says it is immersion. So I, I did know. have it right. Immersion. It London. is okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, what is this? You know, I, I didn't know. Immersion right, yeah. abroad. But, you know, like <laughs> get fully immersed in the culture. <laughs> really dive into the world of blenders. Immersion blenders. Yes. Um, um you're gonna what, what kind did you get? Because uh, some of them, when I was researching, some of them said, which I thought was the dumbest thing. Some of them said uh, not to be used with like hot liquid. Harmful if and wet. I was like, that's yeah. They said don't get this wet; it yeah. will turn into a gremlin. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh no! Uh, Merry Christmas, oh, yeah. indeed. Um, I I don't know the brand. Um, it does have it has like a ton of different attachments to it, which I thought was really cool. So I was no, like, that's, it's okay. not just like the blender part. There's one that's like um, it's got a whisk, so you could just do like right. strip whisk. It's got a fleshlight attachment. Um, that, you beat me to it. You beat me to the joke. You piece of shit. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. I was going to slow play it. But Justin wants to come early. So here we are. Thank you, Justin. I took a, I took a page out of Doug's book. You just went right to it. I was like, oh, I, I know exactly what. Because the first thing I did when I put the whisk on, I'm like, this this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right at all. I'm just like. I'm like. I'm like. You sleeping with me tonight. You know, like it's, it's you know. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, yeah. So it's got a bunch. Of, I don't know. What it's, it might be brown. Who knows? I took it out of the okay. packaging, threw it away. I'm sorry. I recycled the packaging. I was like, cool. It's good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. So that's exciting, though. So I, I can't yeah. wait to see what uh, what you create. Yeah, I'm excited to give that a try because I'd love to make uh, some more soups or just find other things where I'm like, oh, I've seen things where like, and then just do that because I've actually made my own pizza sauce before, um, mm-hmm. like with the whole like uh, peeled tomatoes and stuff out of the can and whatever, and I just like. I want I want this smooth man. I want it smooth, brother. And it's like, oh no, I just right. put this thing in there and just get it all good to go. It's awesome, you know. I'm excited. I love it. I'm excited to try it. Um, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. So fucking pumped, baby. I'm pumped. And did you get that for Christmas? Yes. So so uh, what else did you get? Um, what else was the haul? What else did I get? Uh, oh, I got a um, electric. Uh, uh, paper, uh, no pepper, shredder. <laughs> Put the full peppercorns in there, and he just goes, and it just it shreds it. And it comes out in ribbons. It does. Yeah. It comes out in ribbons. Did you know the pepper can come out in ribbons? It's crazy. I did not know that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. awesome. Yeah, I got yeah. that, which was nice because I had a hand crank one. Now I'm just like, oh, this is so nice. It's so helpful. I love it. Um, I got a new cutting board, a wooden one, which is great. Now, ooh, nice. Very excited about that. I got a roasting pan. Which is nice. Um, a lot of these things, I'm like, really wish I could have opened these up uh, prior to Christmas. Would have been helpful yeah. for the dinner uh, on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Would have been really helpful. Um, yeah. I think that's it. I think there's one more I'm forgetting. But uh, It's a very cooking Christmas for you. Yeah, which is great. I'm like, give me all the cooking yeah. stuff. That's fucking awesome. I'm, I'm here for I it. I love I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm there for it all the time, So, which is pretty dope. So, What was the, what was the best thing Natalie got? Uh, I mean... She got a lot of cool stuff, and I'll give her credit, man. She's played with just about everything, and that's awesome. I got her a keyboard, so which was amazing. So she's just she's like having a hard time, like just not playing. Is it is it one that you actually play, or do you like do you hit a key and it just like does a pre programmed both like loop? Oh, it does both. Okay, that's a legit one. It had like a stool and music stand with it and everything. Like it's a legit one. I was like. I 
she mentioned that she wanted it. I'm like, mm, who am I to deprive her of a musical instrument? Okay. Yeah. I told her, I go, I used, my brother, she's... my brother, and I used to have one of these like growing up, and we we my uh, we took piano lessons, so this was like a fun way to do this sort of stuff. So I'm, she'll go over there and just be like, just hit stuff. And I I told her the keys. I'm like, these are what these are. This is what a, a yeah. standard C scale is. Like, there you go. And uh, I was like, if you ever want to take piano lessons, you let me know. I'll get you hooked up. Do you think? She- do you think she might? She might. She said she was interested. I'm yeah. like, all right, we'll revisit that in a few months, and we'll see if you're still into it. Because if you are, I'd be happy to teach you. Does she have a natural proclivity towards music? Like, is she mm. rhythm, rhythmic, or does she sing? Does she have good pitch? Or uh, does like some have good some pitch. kids are just a savant? Oh, with, I mean, she music. has a friend yeah. of hers uh, that has done musical theater. That's the same. and that girl has vibrato. Like this girl kills it. She was. Uh, they were doing a production of like. I don't know, Little Mermaid, and she sang a whole new yeah. world. I was like, "What the fuck? Holy, that's awesome. holy shit! This girl's got a voice on her." I'm like, "Okay, that's not Natalie," um, which is fine. That's totally fine. She yeah. didn't have to be her, uh, but she's just—I don't know. It's like I, I love the idea of like, "Oh, you're interested in music? Here's something. Go play around with it." Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, figure and it out. And yeah. if you want to learn more, I'll, I'll help you learn more. I'd be happy to right. to, to um, you know, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, subsidize. That I'm happy to invest in that for you if that's what to you want to do. Foster the uh, the uh, the creativity. Yeah, she wanted a recorder last year, which I regret getting because I was like, ah, this thing sucks. Like like a flute recorder. Yeah, she's like, like I want yeah. one of those. I'm like, all right, well, this will be cheap, and I got her some music, and I like, I'm like, this is gonna fucking suck, and it did. And now she just gets out, gets it out, and toots on it from time to time, and I'm like, no, 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 like put it away. <laughs> this is awful. You don't know how to play that, so. Here's a yeah. keyboard, which is way better. Like she just puts in. She found like the the uh, waves sound effects. She found um, okay. birds um, and all this other stuff, and she just has a good time. So, does it have a headphone jack? It does. Also has a microphone Bingo. jack. So Bingo. She learned what See? feedback is uh, with a microphone. Nice. Is, she goes, Dad, I think the keyboard's broken. I'm like, no. It's called. You need to unplug <laughs> your microphone and not hold it to the speaker. <laughs> You're like, all right, uh, my brief uh, career as a uh, audio engineer is going to come out now. Yeah, I was like, like I don't know much, but I know this. I learned this yeah. the hard way. Um, t- did you ever hear this cool laugh that, uh, you know, Justin did <laughs> on our podcast? You know, it's uh, it's. Uh, I'll never forget that day when we first tried to stream and where we got caught in oh, the infinite loop. <laughs> that was that was something else. That was something else. Wow, I don't, I don't we, even know. And we both were, we were both in hysterics that day too. Anyone that was, uh, God bless anyone that was listening to it too. They were like, "What is this?" It was. Just, I think Jared was there. It yeah. just kept going and kept going because our our voices were just like I don't know what it was, but it kept going and it just turned into this giant mess. Oh. It was horrific, and uh, eventually I was like, "We got to shut this down, man. The the, <laughs> the world's going to implode on itself." This can't keep happening. It was right at the start of COVID, too. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. It was absolutely awful. So, oh, yeah, was, saw it all. And fun. thank yeah. you very much for the, the the books. It was very kind of you. Yes, absolutely. To send us the yeah, books. Yeah, Beth, <clears throat> Beth came across this thing on Instagram that was uh, talked about an old Icelandic tradition where on Christmas Eve, people exchange books and they spend the night uh, reading and eating chocolate. And she was like, that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. And so... We went out. Uh, there's, I think it's called Voss Chocolate in Chicago. Mm. Um, we uh, we ordered. We've ordered from there before. Um, it's like handcrafted truffles with like these really like unique flavor combinations. It's really really good. Highly suggest anyone who's into chocolate go check them out. I think it's V A. I'll find it. Don't worry. It's called Voss. Um, 
Vast chocolate. Vast chocolate. It's delicious. It gives you everything you need in the daily nutrient guide. There's vegetables. Um, there's fruits. V O S G E S. I don't know how it's to pronounce it. It's pronounced Voss. Vasquez Halt Chocolate. Wait, hold Gourmet on. Gourmet chocolate. Hold luxurious. on. You were, you were saying Voss before, correct? Yeah, I thought it was Voss, but I didn't remember how to spell it. V O S G E S. Vasquez. It's not even close. Vos. It's not even close. Vos. Vos. It's just the G because it's German that you swallow the G, so it's Vos. 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 Chocolate. Hals yeah. chocolate. Hals chocolate. Vos. Um, anyway, so chocolate. we. we we grabbed a couple of boxes of those, and we went uh, to this cool little bookstore that we found in Ada and picked out books for everyone. We got Doug and Jill and Nat. We got my mom and stepdad, uh, got Beth's family, got my dad's side of the family, and then we packaged all these things up and shipped them out, and everyone had them for uh, Christmas Eve. So it was a fun... And then Beth and I exchanged books, too. She got me a book by Neil deGrasse Tyson, and mm. I got her a, a book called Braiding Sweetgrass which oh, was uh, cool. something she had had her eye on for a while. So nice. Yeah, it was a, it's a fun, it's a fun little weird tradition and I'm glad everyone was into it. Yeah. You know, yeah, we, we were wondering if any family was going to be like, or anyone was going to be like, what is this? But everyone was uh, receptive to what it. Is so this it a nice. sandwich with words? I don't like it. <laughs> That's my favorite new way to describe a book. What is this? A sandwich with words? No, thank you. Hard pass. I'm on a diet of red meat in America. You know? You uh, commie. I was going to say something way worse. But it's a new year. Yep. New me. You know? So. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so you guys had a good uh, Christmas. That's it was good. good. Your it brother was chill. came into town. That's good. He came in. Probably been a while since you've seen him. Yep. Not since the summer. So yeah, it was yeah. it was pretty chill and still on good. break right now, which is awesome. Having a good time, uh, yeah, just chilling, chilling, mind my business. I suddenly looked around and I couldn't believe it. I swear, I swear, my niece, my witness. You know what I'm saying? Name that tune. Keep it Go. up. Name that tune. Do it. Uh, parents just don't understand. Nope. Nope. All right. Oh, boy. I, uh, ironic gonna, by Alanis Morissette. You're get your ass beat in the parking lot. It's gonna <sighs> happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna hire someone to beat your ass for not knowing that. I was, can you tell me which parking lot so I can avoid it? Mm -mm. I'll give right. you. Cho I'll, there's gonna be two. Choose wisely. <laughs> it's in one of them. It's not in the other. So <laughs> one of them is in Cleveland, Ohio, and one of them is in Grand Rapids. Grand so Rapids or Cleveland? Good luck. <laughs> You're like fuck. <laughs> when am I going? When am I going to Cleveland? Oh, no. That's the horrifying part. You're like, oh Just god, I'm in Cleveland. <laughs> I can't be here. He said. I can't. I quit. I don't want to go to Cleveland. Everything about Cleveland terrifies you because you're like, ah, he said. Oh. I mean, Cleveland in general terrifies me. I've never been to Cleveland, so I can't. I feel like Nor this. I. Just I feel like it's one of those things of where I don't like. you know, Ohio kind of just you know makes me be like gross. Yeah, we can but, we can do that. Yeah, you know, Ohio in general. Yeah, not uh, there's there's okay, Justin. Let's do it. Tops top five states that you don't want to go that you don't want to go to that I don't want to go that to? you're just like someone's like hey hard, hard pass hey. All expense paid trip. We're going here, and you're like, uh, like I'll go, but like, why? I think Ohio and Indiana Oof. are battling for top of that. But you've list. been to Indiana, so like, well, right, which is why I definitely know I don't want to go back. <laughs> Confirmed. Don't want to go there. Confirmed. Hard pass. Yeah. Uh, Ohio, Indiana. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, I would say uh, Oklahoma. Zero desire to go to Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't understand why that's a state. First off, it looks like it's it's like a finger pointing at somebody. You know, like you, yeah. you're in trouble, pal. <laughs> or a sizzling frying pan. Something like that. Um, I was gonna say Florida. I disagree with the politics, but I like Disney. So yeah. that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. And honestly, um, we, it's it, yeah, the location's pretty awesome, but you know. I'm gonna put uh, I'm gonna put Ohio and uh, Indiana back. So it's gonna go Ohio, Indiana, Oklahoma, Ohio, Indiana. Okay, all right. Those my, I really dislike those two. Never been to one of them. <laughs> what about you? What's your top? I mean, honestly, a lot of five? a lot of the South. I'm just like, like most of the South, like Mississippi. I'm sure there's some cool spots in there. Not dying to go there. See, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like there are some cool spots. There's always why, cool spots. Hey, yeah. listen, in every class Except in you've Ohio, been in, Indiana, and Oklahoma. Every class you've ever been in, there's a cool kid at least in there, but the class can still suck ass. You know what I mean? Like, it's. That's a fair point. You know, in, in every situation, there's a highlight. There's, I'm sure there's badass places in Mississippi. I don't want to go to the state. I'm not looking to go Arkansas. there. Arkansas? No. Hard pass. Alabama? Only, no, thank the you. The only city I would go West to Virginia, in Arkansas. No, thanks. No to West Virginia. Yeah, huh? no, I'm good. I'm good. All right. I've, you know, I don't need any hillbillies in my life. I'm good. I'm fine. You know. Do you remember our favorite city in uh, Arkansas? It was back in the day. Todd Hammer was from there. Oh shit! No, I feel like I should know this. I don't remember. Bald knob Arkansas. Bald knob. There you go. All right. <laughs> you remember that? We. Uh, I'd love to go back and meet the this- people at the the naming convention for that one. They're like, all right, what are we going to call it, fellas? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, how about we call it yeah. Paris? Well, there's already a Paris, Tennessee, so we don't want to go, you know. How about Venice? No. How about Milan? Carthage. There's already so many Carthages in every goddamn state. I don't know. What's that thing over there? What? The doorknob? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's kind of a bald knob. There you go. That's my vote. Bald knob. Who's here? Who wants bald knob? Or it's just, I just, the town drunk was just a bald guy and is like, Larry, you're such a bald knob. He's like, and someone's like, hey now. <laughs> hey now. Yeah, he's onto something. Bald knob. That sound, I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird place. Yeah, most of the South, I just like, nah, okay, I'm good. I just, yeah. I just. Let me ask you this what state in the South would you want to go to? Um. That might be an easier way to do it. That down. is better. And I, by the way, like, if anyone's from the South, like, congrats. Like, I, you know, Here's your award. Um, I'm just I I just don't have any real desire to go to any of those places. It's not they're not on my list. So I'm not dying to go there. Um, I would love to see New Orleans. I would love to get down to Louisiana and see Louisiana's another one where I'm like, that's those those are some mud folk. You know what I mean? Mud people, as uh, <laughs> Chelsea David called them that. That's why I call them that. She's like, oh, they're mud people. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. We we are absolutely gaining new fans on this episode. Yeah, uh, I mean, New Orleans, like I, I do and I don't. Like, I would just want to see it. I would it's go. Same, I look at it the same way as Vegas. Yeah, I, I I'm not like rushing to get there, but eventually I would like to like maybe a long weekend just to see what it's all about. I check it out. Uh, I feel like it's you know it's hyped up for all these you know all the things. It's it's probably worthwhile. I'm sure it's a cool city and everything like that. Um, but Louisiana in general, I'm like. Oof, oof, no, no, thank you. Get them, 
Look out for them gators down on the bottom. Uh, no, you gotta, you gotta go get the, go get them shrimp. Got get them shrimp. They gonna eat themselves. They gonna eat themselves. <laughs> get the shrimp. Guarantee. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Louisiana. All right. That's good. I'm fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was, I went to Nashville last summer. I'm like, ah, this isn't really my town, but it was cool to go Is there. Is Nashville, like, is that the, the northernmost, like, would you consider that the south? Is that the northern point of the south for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much, like, once you, as far as I'm concerned. Is Missouri the south? I've, I, Missouri's, like, smack dab in the middle of the country. I feel like yeah. once you start getting down into Arkansas, like below yeah. Missouri is kind of like the South for me. Hell, okay. even Southern yeah. Missouri, you're kind of like, whoa, look out, <laughs> look out. I don't know where the equator is for like North and South in the U.S., but like the Mason-Dixon line, boy, once you cross over Southern Missouri, you're like, we're here. We made it. You know, like, you, I don't know where it's at, but you know, when you're there, yeah, when you get there, you're like, oh, we we're oh, I'm here now. We're going to get you country. You know, that's what's. <laughs> That's where you're like, uh-oh, don't run out of gas because you don't know what you're going to have to do to get some, you know, like what's going to be done to you to get some. So, right. It's Someone bad. pulls out an immersion blender. And you're like, guess what? It's never a good time. They're like, uh, don't worry. It doesn't have the blade. And you're like, uh, okay. I don't, is that supposed to help? Maybe. You know, you're like, oh boy. This, this vibrates real pretty. Yeah. I'm like, oh boy. Uh, so yeah, um, on my list of places to go, not really anywhere in the South. So, all right, well, there you go. Yeah. So ta-da. how about Texas? No, I've been to Austin no. for 36 hours. Enjoyed some barbecue. Done. It was fine. But, uh, most of Texas, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Fair. Don't, fair. don't need that's to, fair. don't need yeah. to. I'm fine. And a lot of that's just the politics. I don't like, uh, yeah. it's, it's unfortunate that the politics of a state is now I'm like, Whew, I don't know if I can be there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I don't know. If, I don't know who... if I can be down here because I feel like I might be in trouble. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it feels this feels and that's and that's an and unfortunate unfriendly. thing to, to say because you're just generalizing entire state of people and they're like, hey, there's pockets here and there. I've said that to someone Absolutely. at work who lives in Florida. I'm like, oh, I can never live there. Like, oh, you know, the northern part's like basically like, yeah, you're in the swamp. So those are strange people. But as you head further down south, it, it gets better. I'm like, that's cool. Still don't want to live there. Like, <laughs> I visit, but I sure shit don't want to live there. No, yeah. thank you. Hard pass. No. No, no thanks. Yeah. Real, uh, I, I think Family Guy put it, yeah, put it the best when they were like, there's, there's Disney and then there's real Florida. Yeah. And you notice that when you go from, when you leave Disney and you go to the Orlando airport and you're like, oh, oh yeah. welcome to real life. Look at the piss all over this seat and this bathroom. And it, there's just a monstrous change in things. Yeah. Noticeable change. You're like, ah, we're not a Disney property. Listen. Yeah. It's not just nearly driving as, around Orlando in general. It's not nearly as expensive here, but boy. You're paying for it still, you know? <laughs> you're, you're paying in other ways. Yeah, you pay for it. Uh, so, Justin. Yes. You're back in the gym. I joined a gym finally. Nice. Um, yeah, How much you bench? The, uh, uh, two. All right. Two two and a quarter. There we go. Two stone. That's a good place to start, <laughs> two, you know? Two stone, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I when we were living in Ada at the apartment, we had a, a gym on site, and so I used that. Prior to that, uh, 11.30 in Chicago, had a gym in that building. So it's been a while since I've actually like joined a proper gym. Um, and I decided to join uh, Planet Fitness, who sponsors New Year's, apparently. If you watch the Dick Clark Rockin' Eve, everyone's got a Planet Fitness 
top hat on. Don't so know why, I hear but... Dick Clark and there's just always a joke in there on my side of things where I didn't know who Dick Clark was. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, Jill's dad's girlfriend gave me a ton of shit. She's like, aren't you going to grad school for music business? I go, yeah. She goes, and you don't know who Dick Clark is? I go, no. I don't. No, I don't I'm not going is. for radio. I'm she going goes, for music you don't, business. you know, the guy who hosts New Year's Eve. I go, I don't fucking care about New Year's Eve. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Like, yeah. like, I'm sorry, you're old. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know who that guy is. Not part of my regular life. I don't know who he is. I don't give a shit that it he is. A, it is amazing that you had never heard the name before it didn't run it didn't she's like oh dick clark yeah. and i want to be like the race car driver like it's just like that that yeah, right. those two jokes have become a regular thing in my household now where someone says dick clark and we're like the race yeah. car driver because jill was like wow did she not did jill not know either i think jill knew but she was just like okay. it just becomes an ongoing joke now that we just okay. use like is you know hey like dick clark you know like whenever yeah. we don't know somebody and so um i don't know i'm just resentful because like I understand that you should under, you should know on the shoulders from whom you stand, you know, who came before you. But I'm like, I'm sorry, that person, Dick Clark, was not a big part of my life. Um, well, also, didn't, Dick Clark, as far as I know, wasn't a record producer. And that's what you were that's what you were going into. Yeah. He was a jock. He was a mm-hmm. DJ, but like he wasn't a record producer. So, like, I feel yeah. like I in my schooling, I should have come across Dick Clark you not necessarily. No, I didn't know who that. It's like I'm sorry, I don't know yeah. every musician ever, you know. <laughs> Which reminds me, one right. I'm I'm a t- small tangent, real quick. Please, please. When please, I was please. in grad school, there was this guy that ran the program. His name's Chuck Suber. He has got to be dead now because that guy was okay. ancient when I was there, and I was like, this guy's got to go. He's got to go. He is just like not a fan. I was a, I was impressed with his pedigree, and like he had he knew so many people. Like he just like he had he just knew people. It's like oh Chuck Suber, yeah. he knows all these people because he's been around for so long that he just like was able like he just personally knew like a lot of famous people. I was like oh, but as I like went through the program, I'm like you fucking suck at teaching, old man. Like you need to hang it mm. up. Like he was the biggest complaint right. out of everyone in the program. It's like he's got to get out of here. One of the things that he did was he rattled off a list of fifty names. And if you told him to stop or told him to spell it, he would he would would refuse. He would just say a name of someone. You had to write it down, and your job was to go and look them all up and write down who they were and what they did. It was one of the most 1950s assignments I've ever okay. done. And like I'm sitting there, I'm like, who, what? But because of him, it's... I know who Yo Yo Ma is. Like I that stuck with me. I'm like, oh, good, the cellist. That's cool. Yeah. Like. That's pretty neat, but he would just he just rattle off all these names. He'd be like, Yo-Yo Ma, Dick Clark, Justin Strandlin. And people are like, wait, wait. And he goes, no. And he just keeps going. And you're like, what is this accomplishing? Like He's like, you need to what know weird- who came before you. You need to understand what was built before you got here. And a part of me understands that and appreciates that. But the way you go about it is terrible. Just terrible. So well, not even stopping to allow like you need to know these people. Can you spell their names? Absolutely not. Moving on. <laughs> you need to look it up on your own. I'm like, what if I can't find them because I don't know how to spell their names, sir? I should be funny. It was like weird. Formula. There's one guy in here that's a race car driver. Kind of weird that he threw him in. You know, like <laughs> Richard Petty. I thought that. Oh, Tom Petty. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Well played. That was a great. In your face, you Jack Perfectly. 
and Jill's dad's girlfriend. Anyway, so Jim, Jim life, Jim life's good. Yeah. Yeah. Jim's sweating life those is packs. good. Is that what they say? Sweating them. Sweating them. Yeah. I can't do it like you can. It's mesmerizing. Um, Something. Yeah. No, I, uh, it, it was cool. <clears throat> so today I went, um, I went for the first, first workout there and, uh, it's been, again, it's been a while since I've been in a in a proper you know gym setting, and I gotta say I feel like an outsider. And I don't know if you felt this way when you first joined your gym. Uh, you're at Export, right? Yes. Okay. When you first joined up, like, did you did it feel awkward to you at all walking in there? Like, did you feel fish out of water or like, I don't know, like you just. But I mean, you spent so much time in a gym in high school, though, so maybe you didn't feel that way. Maybe you, this was like coming home to you. Yeah, and, well, I wouldn't say coming home, but um, I don't feel as uncomfortable in there because I've I put a I know how to use most of the machines, and I think that's the biggest yeah. fear is you go and look at a machine, and you're like, what is this? I don't want to do this the wrong way, you know? Like you don't want to <laughs> be because I, I see plenty of people like that are just you know they're not necessarily doing stuff the wrong way. It's just you know I don't know I, I, I'm not. The gym culture is is it should be welcome. You're here to work out. You know, right. if you see someone um, that's overweight, you should be like, "You're in the right place. Good job. Welcome yeah, here. Let's do this. You're yourself, here. Yeah. You're here. And you're doing it. Good for you. This is the place right. to be. You know, because there's some sort of idea. Sometimes it's like only fit people should be here. It's like no, everybody should be here. Right, working well, on I themselves. The, you know, the intimidating thing is when you walk in, you see someone who's fit, or you mm-hmm. see a whole bunch of people who are just like yeah. jacked, or they got six packs, or they got you know, they're just they're, mm-hmm. they're they got a tight situation going on, and they're there, and they're just so comfortably just grabbing things, putting them on, they're clanging and banging. That's the words, and they're they're making it happen. And you walk in, you're like, man, I feel like I am such a noob. And you think that everyone's you're the concern is that everyone's going to be watching you yeah. and judging you when, in fact, most of these people are so hyper focused on themselves. I think it's a metaphor for a life. Shit. You know, so much right. time you walk through life being like, oh, my God, everyone's looking at you. No one. No one's looking at you. Mm-hmm. No one's everyone's, everyone's so focused shit. on their yeah. own shit that yep. they do not care. Right. Exactly. But the things that a couple of things that I noticed that I, I thought were were interesting. Number one was the attire that people were wearing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and again, at a, at a plan, and I understand, I'm going to say this at the top, Planet Fitness prides itself on the no judgment zone. There's going to be judgment here, mm-hmm. just FYI, yeah. okay? I'm not living the Planet Fitness life right now. Um, I just don't think of, like, jacked swole dudes working out at a Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking, like, you know, I don't know, Gold's Gym or, you know, there's some some big, like some swanky club or some, you know, a nice weight room or I, it's just Planet Fitness is not the, I walked in and there were so many jacked dudes working out and I was just like, what is happening? And they were all, they were all wearing roughly the same thing except this one guy. And I want you to tell me if you've ever seen this at your, at your gym, this guy was wearing uh designer like black athletic pants, the kind that were like, if they were jeans, they'd be slim fit or the skinny jean. Like they were the black black athletic pants that came down and like tightened around mm-hmm. the ankle. He had a white t-shirt on. He had a stocking cap and then he had a cardigan on. Hmm. And this dude was walking around strutting. Like he knew he was like, I look good. And he's wearing a fucking car- a cardigan to work out a wool cardigan. 
And I just, I like, I stopped me in my tracks. I was like, what is this? Are you looking up what a cardigan is? I was like, I feel like I know what this is, but I needed to make sure. Like, How dare you? How dare you call me out? Wow. Yeah. So for for those, uh, a cardigan un- is one of those one of those Mister Rogers sweaters, right? And yeah. There's there. I I have a cardigan, and there's a way to to make it to wear them that they look hip. They don't you don't look like Mister Rogers, but it's just not a sweater that I assume someone's gonna wear to a gym. This guy was lifting. He wasn't like this guy he was, was. He wasn't oh, washed guy, up and this guy leaving. Was, no, this guy was very much in the middle of his workout, and he was the kind of guy that in the middle of a set or in between, he would do laps so everyone would see him, you know, and he was singing to himself or, or humming. Like, he was peacocking throughout the entire, and I'm like, dude, you're in a Planet Fitness. Relax. <laughs> Check, I will relax. walk in between sets because I like to keep my heart rate up and I, like, I want to keep moving. I understand moving, that. But, you yes. know, I, I, now I'm wondering, I'm like, do people think I'm doing that? Because, you know, when I have my cardigan on, are you, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, are you wearing your gym cardigan? You don't have your, your, your weightlifting cardigan, Justin? Well, I think you need to get your Planet Fitness <laughs> weightlifting cardigan. So, This is why one. people were, I was worried they were looking at me because I didn't have my cardigan on. That's right. Like, now, well, here's what I want to do is I want to figure out this guy's pattern when he comes. And I want to come. I want to show up one time wearing the exact. I want to wear my cardigan and then take the bench next to him. I'm going to come. And just start. <laughs> Sorry, you said I, I want to come a lot. So I was like, I, I want to come. Get on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just want to be like, what's up, bro? How much do you bench? Yeah. Do you even lift? If you're not wearing a cardigan, do you even lift, bro? Ah, wow. That's interesting. That's an interesting attire yeah. choice. Never seen that before. Um, I've I was going to say, so have you, you've never seen that. What What are some of the more interesting uh, I've seen someone working out in jeans before, and I'm like, that is a choice. Really? Interesting. That's a choice. Okay. Like, hey, man, like, this doesn't seem comfortable at all. But, you know, you do you, man. Like, were they Were they doing cardio or were they, like, lifting? They were, uh, I think they were... St- Started doing with I noticed them doing cardio and I was like, Whew. okay, oh boy, that's even. I feel like if you were lifting, that's one thing, but like if you even lifting, like depending jeans, on what you're doing, I hopefully you're just doing upper body. Too. Hopefully you're not right. doing anything Squats with the legs because <laughs> yikes, there's gonna be a lot of a lot, a lot of give in those. Um, and I the same thing. I'm like, listen, you work out with what you got. I understand whatever, but I'm like, uh, yeah. come on, get some shorts, dude. Like you can do this. Right. I believe in you. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen too too much out out there as far as attire goes that's probably the the weirdest thing i've seen is like uh, i've okay. seen some things where i'm like that doesn't seem like it'd be very comfortable to work out and it seems very restrictive it's like yeah. yikes yeah that's yeah all, that's all i gotta uh, say the other that. thing so the attire i just thought was interesting there's so many you know and then you know people in in various stages of dress or undress mm-hmm. you know and i just i'm just like there's you know we could have a whole conversation about that but the other thing that i did want to bring up and to see how it is in your gym is is the the photo culture yeah or the documenting yourself culture in the gym i didn't see a ton of it now again this is my first day at planet so I, this could be it, it could be more pervasive than I saw today. I saw like two or three people. Then there was I mean there's probably fifty people total at the gym. So two or three people, not a ton, but they had their cameras out. And I just I I just find this whole concept of docu. I, and I don't know if it's for themselves. Are they social media content creators? Are they are they want to be influencers? You know I don't know how many fitness influencers we have in Grand Rapids. I can't assume it's a lot, but. You know, I it just it's just odd to me that there's this there's there's so many people who have their like 
tripods and, and, and document setting up and documenting their workout. Do you see this a lot in your gym? Um, it's not quite rare, but it's not frequent. It's somewhere okay. in between. Like it's to the point where when I see it, it's I'm like, whoa, what's up with this? You know what I mean? Right. And I get instantly annoyed because um, a lot of gym culture, I feel like to me personally, like this is, this is how I view going to the gym. I'm going to the gym to get my shit done. I'm going to work out. I'm not there to socialize. I'm not there to um, do anything other than like do my shit and go home. Uh, for some older folks that go to my gym, that's a socializing time. I'm like, good for you. Whatever you're going to do, that's that's fine. Um, I don't want to waste any more time here than I need to because I got shit I got to do. I want to go out. I want to get this done. I want to move on. And I'm also not there to like, fortunately, I don't see this too much. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's ultra rare to see people like flexing. Like, and, you know, there's, you know, or posing or things like that. So thankfully that doesn't happen too much. Um, but uh, I just find people taking selfies in general to be incredibly cringeworthy. Um, yeah. When I was out and about on the street, I saw a girl like doing a selfie and I was like, stop. We're all, we can all see you. Like, it's almost as if like she like pulled down her pants to, to drop a shit on the sidewalk. I was like, we were all watching. We could see it. She was like, she was stopping. She'd be like, uh. Like that, and then she's like, and then she does it again. I'm like, we saw you, but we saw you the first time, and then you did it again. And then I saw someone do that in the gym, which was also bad. Like she just got in with a set, and she was like, meh. And then she's like, wait a minute. Eh. And then she's like, get it right. I'm like, I can see you doing this. We all can. Why are you doing this here? Why? You don't have to do this. Why are you right. doing a selfie? I just, right. I, and that is just one of the most repulsive things in the world to me. Like doing a selfie in public with just yourself. With just yeah, yourself. Yeah. I don't know. But if it's like, <clears throat> hey, we're taking a photo of well, That's one thing. But if you're just like, I'm like, people can see you. We can all see you do this. Stop it. Doug. The more people that see them, the more... They are nourished by it. Because the thing is, like, it's not authentic. It's it's oh, like that episode. It's not. that episode yeah. of Scrubs where Brendan Fraser is on there yes. and he's taking Polaroids yes, yes, yes. of people and they're like, Why are you doing this? And he goes, Because this is the real moment. I don't like post right. pictures because that's fake. He goes, I want to see people in the midst of their lives. That's why I snap their their pictures of that sort of stuff. And I in the same way where people are like, bleh, bleh. I don't know. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Do that in private. I don't want to see that. I get like irrationally emotional. When I see that. I'm like, ah, gross. Yeah. No. Well, there's also the concern that you're going to be in it or you're going to get in their way and they're going to get pissed off at you. There's a guy who actually I really like following Joey Swole is yeah. his Instagram name. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy who's he's big buff dude. Pretty positive bodybuilder, guy. Pretty positive. He's the CEO of Gym Positivity is what his, mm-hmm. his Twitter handle says. But He's he does this thing where the people who who are taking the selfies and then someone gets in their way and then they troll them or they dox them or whatever. This guy takes those videos and calls out the people who are filming and is like, you are not living the proper gym life. Mm -hmm. Like gym culture needs like you said at the beginning, gym culture needs to be positive. It needs to be you're here trying to better yourself. These people are all, you know, this, that and the other. And I love watching his videos because that, those videos are what I'm so concerned about at the gym is getting in front of someone, getting like me turning and then like just glancing past someone, but getting caught like creeping or staring at them on their phone when it's just, when With you're your just turning, out. you know? Yeah. I mean, Hey, look, I work out my way. You work out your way. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's, but that's the concern. Like now every, like you just ever, you're always being filmed. 
And I just yeah. feel like the gym is the one of the last places that I that I want that to happen. You know? Yeah, I I get really upset when I see that because um, first of all, if you're in the middle of a workout and you have to stop to be like, all right, what's the camera angle here? What's the lighting like? Is this the right angle? And right. you're just like, I'm like, you're wasting time. You're wasting energy trying to set up the fucking right. camera shot. Like, right. you're here to work out right now. Now, I don't know what it's for. If it's like you're doing it to post to a coach to be like, this is what my form is or whatever, or you want to do that, that might, personal sure, use, that's sure. totally cool. If you're doing it because you're trying to put your shit on Instagram or whatever, listen, that exists, but I'm not a, I'm not here for that. Like, I don't, I find that stuff to be very vain and I don't, I don't like it. I did, I find it repulsive. Some people, that's their shit. They have mirrors and gyms. People be like, well, why are you working out? Don't you want to look good? Yeah, but I'm also not flexing in front of the mirrors all the time. Like, right. I, I don't, I don't go there to Peacock or whatever and, and whatnot. So when I see someone with a camera, I immediately like just, I'm like grossed out. I'm like gross. Yeah. This is gross that you're doing this. And it's funny because I never see the same people doing it. Like I'll see so because like I have a pretty regular time. You find your gym crowd that you go sure, to on the yeah. regular. You find that I was like I will occasionally see someone, but then I won't see that person again. I'm like, where'd you go? You know, where did you change? Did you hop in on my schedule for a little bit and then go to, back to your normal one? Like, why were you here? Why are you doing this? Uh, right. Because that's the thing is because people will go through that and um, and then they make fun of people in the background. Like there was these two uh, two women that were doing um, uh, there was a guy that was doing like some hip circles. Mm-hmm. Like and they were behind him and they were recording themselves like ridiculing him. They were essentially mimicking what he was doing and laughing. Yeah. And um, they basically got called out for it. I think they were you know gym influencers and they were like, oh no no no, we weren't making fun of him. We were just uh, I was like, no, you were falling down laughing. Hip circles yeah. are not an insane thing to do. Hip circles no, are a very common up. way to loosen your hips. They're not I crazy. Lose, and my lower back. I have lower back issues, and I yeah. find hip circles uh, uh, very, yeah. very helpful. Great way for your hip up. flexors and things like that. It's not yeah. crazy. Or the yeah. idea of don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like there are documented strange shit at at, at, at gyms. All right, There's those wild are, shit. Okay. I will say on the on the inverse, those are also some of my favorite videos. Just to be like, what is this individual doing? Right. This is wild. It's wow. wild. There's yeah. some wild stuff, and there are some gross things that people do uh, to try and like, you know, look how much I can lift. You know, whatever. It's have, gross. Have you, know. you seen the guy who straps the bench to himself and then jump ropes? No. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what functional training that's helping, but okay. Yeah, there's a lot of people doing wild shit, man. The the fitness, health and fitness world is a crazy world of lies, <laughs> and it's an, it's an ocean that you're like, I don't know, man, go survive if yeah. you can, because it's crazy out there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's 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 wild. It's weird. Uh, I don't like the filming of the stuff, and um, yeah, I'm just like, I'm a big fan of like, we come here to work out, and we work out, and we leave, and we go home, and we do our thing, yeah. like. No need to do anything else. No need to make it more difficult or weirder for anybody else. So, I agree. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that this will be a uh, reoccurring topic. I'd love to know. I'd love to know what your gym's like. Mine's because, fine. Uh, yeah. I ebb and flow with it. There's days where I'm like, God, this person sucks. Um, and also, just the general. You know, we said shopping cart was a way to tell if someone was a pure animal or not. Also, yep. go to your gym and see who's an animal because people just don't put shit away. Just, they don't they wipe can't, shit down. They, they can't be bothered away. to wipe shit down or put stuff away. And it is fucking depressing. Like, wow. It is. We somehow built 
skyscrapers, but we can't fucking put our, our weights away. Okay. We put a goddamn man on the moon? Yeah, but we can't fucking put the 45-pound yeah. plate where it belongs or put the dumbbells back where they belong or whatever. <laughs> it's just, it's sad. You're like, God, this place sucks, you know? Yeah. Uh, tell us your worst gym stories. <sighs> yeah, but honestly, please. Like, I would love, I would love to hear. What's more the thing about you love to see at a gym? Like a positive thing, and what's one of the most annoying things you see at a gym? Because um, I saw a video of a girl uh, who was trying to do a squat, and she was failing. And this random guy came up. He's like, "No, no, no." He's like, "Do it again. Let's do it again. You can do this." He's like, "Just make sure you do this. Make sure you do that." And she fucking nailed it. She got a PR. And he's like. He, he's like, here, I'll spot you. He goes, you're afraid. He's, I'll spot you. And then he, he's like, I don't even need to spot you. She did it. He goes, there you go. He didn't. He just walked away. And I'm like, yes, that's beautiful. Like, that's a that's beautiful. Awesome. That's yeah. what that gym should be is like someone like trying to help people out. But that could easily yep. be like, fuck you, man. Because there's a guy, an right. older guy coming right. to a younger woman who's like, hey, don't give. But it was it was it was a, it was a they understood each other in a way of like, right. hey, you can do it this. It was done with true positive intent. Like, you can do and, this. Yeah. I know you got right. this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you out. I haven't seen any shit like that or anything like that where I am. Yeah. Uh, but there's plenty of annoying things. So, you know, share with us yeah. what you see and we'd love to hear it. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of sharing. Yeah. Copyright, baby. Disney is sharing now with the world, Doug. Yeah, because they fucked up. Not, not of their own choice, but, you know, they're sharing. Steamboat Willie hit public domain 2024. Do, do you know what Steamboat Willie is, you dum-dums? That's the very first incarnation of Mickey Mouse way back when, back in 1928. Is that right? Did I get that right? That is correct. You are correct. Fucking nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Um, But yeah, he's basically, I think they call it Mickey Mouse version 1.0 is basically what Steamboat (laughs) Willie is. He's that black and white cartoon where he was on the steamboat and steering it and stuff like that. So uh, this is interesting because... Technically, that version of Mickey Mouse is in public domain, but all the other ones like Mickey from Fantasia and uh, all that other stuff, like, no. Like, that that Mickey is very seriously under trademark and copyright right. law. And uh, That's why every about every decade or two decades, you'll see Disney slightly tweaks the design to Mickey. And yeah. that's just because they get to keep him for that much longer. Yeah. So there's a great little, in this article from NPR, there's a great little infographic that's like, what can't you do? And one of them under the trademark says, you cannot use Mickey in a way that misleads consumers into thinking your work is produced or sponsored by Disney. Right. So there's that. And also for newer copyrights, you cannot use new copyrightable versions of Mickey until those copyrights expire. But right. in public domain, you are free to use, share, and build on Mickey Mouse 1.0. Now, so. in uh, April, I believe, of last year, John Oliver uh, uh, d- did this on his show. He talked about, he goes, you know, uh, you know, he goes, let's talk about, uh, you know, copyright, um, copyright law and, and public domain. You know, we talked about Winnie the Pooh, who had, in 2022, uh, Winnie the Pooh hit public domain. Mm. And we got, we were blessed with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Mm-hmm. He goes, this and that. He goes, but Winnie the Pooh is not the only thing by Disney that is or will soon be in public domain. He talked about this. And then he basically spent the next eight minutes trying to goat Disney into suing him by using by, by, by using trade, uh, uh, Steamboat Willie as many times as possible in as many different instances, even having a live action 
uh, Steamboat Willie, a guy in a costume, come out, and he was just like, "Your move, Disney. Your yeah. move." He was like, "I know it's not 2024 yet. Your move." Um, and since that point, that's the first time I heard about it. I have been salivating, waiting for this to happen because uh, I knew. Wait, did it not? Uh, Oh, I didn't put it in here. I put it, I sent it to you. Yes. Yeah. I have been waiting for this to happen because I knew, based off of Winnie the Pooh, that one of the first things that was going to come out, and we only had to wait uh, less than 24 hours for the trailer for Mickey Mouse, uh, Mickey's Mouse Trap. Yeah. To drop. Ter- and that, it is a uh, horror way, movie. It looks like the worst movie. Listen, I don't want to shit on people trying to make stuff. I'm trying to be a positive person, but that was a brutal trailer to get through. Like, that was a horribly <laughs> was cut trailer. Someone so rushed the shit out of it. Yeah, absolutely. It was so, so, I was like, why does this feel like a Sony but, trailer? Like, this is so <laughs> slow and so long. But I am so looking forward to what else comes because, again, we only had to wait until January. It, it hit public domain on the first, and on the second, we got our first thing. And I'm yeah. like, man, this is going to be which this is people be have fun. been doing this because they were planning on it, which it just looks like exactly. absolute shit. And someone posted, Seth posted in our <laughs> in our Discord an image of Steamboat Willie saying, I'm a gay trans communist and I support software piracy. Happy new public domain here. <laughs> and Disney has to be fucking rolling. Rolling well, up I, I saw this article yeah. from NPR that they actually released Steamboat Willie on YouTube not that long ago. So, like, they, as far as Steamboat Willie goes, they've kind of, like... They, they've let that go. They've yeah. let that go. But you got to be... Like, they say in this article, um, you can't just uh, open up a restaurant called Mickey Mouse, you know, now. Right, exactly, yeah. You can't be like, I'm the Mickey Mouse restaurant! Like, that's a trademark violation. Like, that's going right. to get you, you know, beat up pretty bad. But... It's funny because they say that, uh, oh, yeah, Steamboat Willie was available on YouTube for free back in 2009. So they've been okay. like, whatever. But they say, here's the irony. Steamboat Willie was based on a popular film at the time. <laughs> so that's the other thing that I heard someone saying was that uh, I think I was watching a CBS Sunday morning uh, thing. And they were like, yeah, Disney, uh, for a lot of their a lot of their properties uses what's in public domain to create their stories. Snow these White. classic Snow White, exactly. Frozen, right. uh, Peter Pan, yeah, a lot of these things, exactly, were were from public domain. And so they were like, this is kind of poetic that Disney finally has one of their original, kind of the original character mm-hmm. is now being opened up because that is in a, in a kind of, again, like in a poetic way, that breeds creativity. You take something and you iterate upon it. Mm-hmm. You create something new from what has been created. And that's just kind of how art and creativity moves forward. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited for the bullshit things that we get, like the mouse trap and blood and honey and all that. But I'm also excited to see truly what someone can do with these things that are being released now. You know, like, yeah, is there I any like, actual fun uh, things that are going to yeah, come Because when, when I remember like going through like my, very brief legal classes just for the sake of copyright and music and stuff like that. Copyright law is insane, man. Like copyrights for this stuff. It's life of the creator plus 90 years or 70 or 90. It's one of those. It's insane that multiple lifetimes will, will have like take any Beatles song, right? Yeah. That will not hit, that will not hit public domain until next century. You know, like right. that's insane. Until Paul dies, and then 
yeah. then 70 or 90, whatever it is, ha- takes place, and then that will be public domain. Because yeah. it says at the final paragraph of this article, it says, as enshrined in the Constitution, copyright was originally intended to protect creators for fewer than 30 years. Right. While copyright be- extensions may enrich corporations, they impoverish the cultural conversations that rely on relevancy, innovation, and creativity to drive artistic and technological progress. That's a great, yeah. Which I think is really totally true. Like the idea of like, no, 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 we're protecting this thing for our lifetime plus 70 years. That's insane. That's right. really, really insane. And I think over, the, I remember at the hotel, the uh, head of uh, security was bitching to me when over at Christmas when Bing Crosby's, you know, White Christmas would come on. He's like, I can't believe this asshole is still getting paid money for this. This is bullshit. He's dead. He's dead. And at the time, I was like, I was like, well, I mean, if you wrote this, wouldn't you want your family to be, you know, covered for it? He's like, fuck that guy. This is stupid. Like, he was so aggravated that he Bing Crosby was still getting a check for White Christmas years after he was, he's been dead. He's like, this is stupid. And now as I've gotten older, I'm like, it kind of is stupid. Like, yeah. What? What? Like this is kind of it's kind of wild that, you know, you'd be uh, getting getting paid for that. So I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I think the 30-year thing, I feel like that makes sense. Like, I, I mean, feel like come that's on, a good, what can like, you do for 30 years? I mean, you can cash in a lot for 30 years, you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. And, and, and well, I mean, I'm back and forth on it, because yes, but at the same time, if you created the thing... Mm-hmm. Should you not be able to? Should your your um, should your heirs not be able to reap the benefits of what you worked hard to create? Yeah, but like, let's take Star Wars for example, okay? Let's okay. take Star Wars. All right, Star Wars came out in Please. what seventy nine? Sure, ish. Okay, yeah. you think from seventy nine to two thousand nine, George Lucas didn't amass a few billion dollars? <laughs> When well, he, he sold it off to Disney, he sold Star Wars, right, exactly. you know what I mean? Like we did a lot. He did a lot in thirty years with that franchise. Like I think, uh, I think, we're, I think we're okay. I think he's okay with that. I think, I think what sucks is if you copyright something and it doesn't hit until like year twenty five. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like that, Star Wars is a very unique example of that. Like we're looking at the extreme examples. What about like the well, that could be anything. People make shit all the time, and you know, it's, it just yeah. doesn't pan out for whatever reason. But if it does, I mean. Let's do Jurassic Park or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, pick one of those things. I mean, 30 years of that thing. It's like, yeah. I mean, shit, fucking 12 years of Marvel. I mean, good God. Like, those movies? Yeah. Fucking hell, you know? It's crazy what that stuff what, can do. So that's interesting. When Because it's the uh, the life of the person who created it and then like 70 years or whatever so after weird. that. So with something like Marvel, how does who, who created it? Is it Feige? Is it... Boy, like what is what does that look like? You know, yeah. Um, this is and to your point, I feel like this is where copyright law gets real murky. Well, yeah, because it's like does Stan Lee technically own it? Like he owned the rights, right. but then who owns like the film rights? Who owns like right. you know all that sort of stuff? It's crazy. All right, so it's life of the author plus seventy years. Okay, that's what it is. Fuck, that's a long time. God damn it, that's a long time. Yeah, I have no idea with those kinds of things, with that sort of stuff. Star Wars made sense to me because, like, that was an original concept by George Lucas. Yeah. But now Star Wars has become a corporation. It's a brand, you know? It's like, it's beyond just, oh, yeah, I had this idea for the space opera with space wizards, you know? And, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, no, and now it's a fucking corporation. (laughs) 
that will live on in perpetuity. <laughs> you know? Because how cool yeah. would it be? How cool would it be if Star Wars did its 30 years and then in 2009, public domain? It would have been a fucking free for all. Can you imagine? But imagine what people could do with that. You know what I mean? Well, look, it didn't stop Zack Snyder. He made Rebel Moon. Right. Which Which I haven't seen, but boy, did I hear. I I was like, I'm excited to watch this. And all I saw was like, don't. And I'm like, I still want to. But they're like, don't. Just don't. I'm like, but you you put it on Netflix and Netflix even goes, ba-bum, don't. (laughs) Sorry. You know, like, we're sorry. Are you sure? Hit okay to continue. Are you yeah. sure? I was like, I don't know. The, the trailer for it looked interesting. Um, but just the idea of something that is that massively successful. Because also I think yeah. it makes you, I, if that were the, the thing too, like it would encourage you to really hyper-focus on that for that limited of time, right? Because you basically sure. get 30 yeah. years what, to... Do what you can do with it. Yeah. Do what you can. I mean, how even fucking pharmaceutical stuff eventually gets generic versions, you know, at some point. That's true. Yeah. You know, like that's... <clears throat> that's, I know it's patents and things like that, but still, can't I don't wait know. for Oxycontin to have this generic one, dude. Can't wait, yeah, man. Yeah, called Moxie Slotten, Oxymotten, <laughs> Coxie Oxen, Foxy, your mommin, you know, Ramen Jamin, <laughs> Jamin Ramen. Hey, why not? Boppity boopy. That's how it goes. Ramen. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. This yeah. would be a fun thing to talk more like at some point in time. But what? It would be it'd oh. be really fun to have a lawyer on. Oh. I, don't really think anyone, I don't think it. anyone would, has ever uttered that ever. That's <laughs> it'd be fair. really fun I to retru- talk to a lawyer. <laughs> I'd like to retract my statements. <laughs> I think it would be interesting to do a thought experiment where we take popular things when they hit. And then give them 30 years and then be like, at that time, if that went into public domain, what do you think would happen? Ooh, that's fun. Wouldn't like that be? That. Oh, man, that would be fun. I want to stew on this a little bit. Like, Let's and, stew on that. Let's also put it out yes. to our community and in the Discord channel and mm-hmm. in, the, in the podcast dis- discussion channel. Go ahead and hit us up with some ideas if you have, uh, if you have things that you want to uh, uh, guess on, like, what is a thing 30 years from now and what could they make of it? Because that's the thing. When you think about stuff that goes into public domain now, like, I mean, just the idea of like the general story of Cinderella, right? Like right. Snow White, all those fairy tales. That's a Robin Hood, uh, Dracula, uh, you know, all these things that like are just general things that exist in our culture. What if, what if something like Star Wars was you could just go and create something based on that? You know what I mean? That's based on that actual canon. And you can make your yeah. own canon. Holy shit. Like, oh my God, that would be incredible. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I guess I guess I my juice is flowing. What came out. Here's what 2024's public domain works and how you can use them. Because there was a whole bunch of um, whole bunch of stuff that, that hit. Tigger, as depicted in the house at Pooh Corner, specifically. Um... The Marx Brothers Animal Crackers musical. <laughs> so that's so there aren't a lot of public domain movies out there you could plausibly uh, remake and get guaranteed last, but you can now cheat by simply 
Mining the book from the Broadway show Animal Crackers, which was later adapted into the still-copyrighted film, the public domain can't yet claim the Marx Brothers' brilliant performance, but the book... So the source material for the Marx Brothers movies, Animal Crackers, is now open. Virginia Woolf's uh, book, um, Buster Keaton's The Cameraman. So there's some, like... Again, because of how long you have to wait, though, how much of this is still relevant? That's the thing. Like, like is to to the that article's point, that NPR article's point. If you wait this long, like you you want to talk about stuff, this this stuff needs to come out when it's still stuff that people are is talking about. How many people are still talking about Animal Crackers by the Marx Brothers? You know, I love. I love. <laughs> this is a song called "Let's Do It" in parentheses. Let's fall in love by Cole Porter. If ever a song lent itself to endless super endless user created verses, let's do it. Let's fall in love by Cole Porter was that song. It's just a list of things that quote unquote do it. Birds do it. Bees do it. Even educated fleas do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. The original lyrics of the song aren't even accurate. Romantic sponges, they say do it. Oysters and oysters down in Oyster Bay do it. Let's do it. Let's fall in love. <laughs> so wait, are we allowed to play that song now? It's in public Can we domain. Play that? I don't know, man. And, and not get sued? I don't know, man. Because I kind of want to play it right now. Welcome to the new Mind Gap theme song. <laughs> Flies Remix. do it. Right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Everybody do it. <laughs> Mind Gap podcast. I'm going to come. Oh, if ever there were a transition, it was that. Yeah. You got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical, 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 ask practical, duh. Oh, 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 mommy. Yes. Did you remix that yourself? No, I just looked at it a bunch of thing? time. Just okay. like, you know. I'm, 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 I'm going to come. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I consider that you remixing that yourself. Remix! And in in 70 years after you die, that remix will become public domain. There you go. That's how it works. If you have never been here for Ask Practical Doug, Practical Doug is a small Doug who lives inside of Large Doug, and he helps guide Doug through all of life's uh, mysteries, its questions, its quagmires, its quandaries. Uh, you can ask Practical Doug a question if you'd like, and you can get an answer on any social media at MindGapPodcast, hashtag AskPracticalDoug, or on our aforementioned Discord server, there's a channel dedicated to Ask Practical Doug. But today we're going back to our favorite Am I the Asshole well, and we're uh, asking a, uh, we're, we're analyzing a question asked by OKAnalyst7297. Okay, analysts. Well, I think they need, they need to. You're not. You're not just okay. All right. You're better than okay. All right. You're not just or an okay think, analyst. You know. Or do you think it's like okay boomer? It's like okay analyst. I think they're like I'm an okay analyst. You know. Okay analyst. Not. I'm not great analyst. Yeah. Maybe great analyst was taken. I don't know. Or but, maybe there's maybe there's seven thousand two hundred ninety six other okay analysts out yeah, there. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, OK Analyst 7297 asks, am I the asshole for opening a, quote, fake gift during a family Christmas party? <clears throat> I also love the badge that this got. Poo, mo- poo mode activated. I don't know what that means. But I don't know what that means, on. but I'm into it. It's on, baby. So every year my family does Christmas at my mom's, and she insists that we open all presents together, 
even gifts between spouses. It's normally an okay tradition, an okay analyst oh, tradition. Oh, yeah. Uh, but sometimes it can spark jealousy or comparison between families. This year, <clears throat> my husband saved up and bought me my dream designer handbag for Christmas. I know some people aren't into that, but it's something that I truly love. We're not well off, but we're not doing poorly either. Uh, but I knew that the handbag would cause a lot of discussion amongst my siblings and parents. I just didn't want their opinions and criticisms to ruin a special gift my husband worked hard to get me. So this year, my husband got me an extra gift that wasn't the, quote, real gift. It was a moderately priced skincare set. Christmas came and went without drama, but I recently posted a picture of my husband and our kids at dinner, and my handbag could be seen hanging off the back of my chair. One of my friends commented underneath about how gorgeous my Christmas gift was as well. Long story short, word got back to my family and they totally blew up. Some things, some were annoyed that I opened a private gift separately from the family. Others were criticizing the price of the gift. My siblings are now calling me disingenuous for harboring a secret gift. And they said that I did it because that I think I'm better than them. I didn't open it with them because I didn't want their opinions. But now I'm starting to feel like an, ah, for keeping it a secret. <laughs> All right. Ass- oh, asshole. asshole. Oh All my right, God, yeah. I thought you were joking. <laughs> No, I was like, what if I, I feel like a ah, spider? All right. A H, <laughs> asshole. Uh, for keeping it a secret, I knew either way they'd all criticize me, though, since it was so much more expensive than all the other guests. So I don't know whether or not I'm wrong. Am I an ah or not? Oh, man, this just sends I, spikes I of rage feeling- to my soul. With all this, because... Got, got big Chris Cochran vibes. Oh, my God. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. I saw a video the other day of, like, when, when someone marries into a... We watch everyone open their presents at Christmas. Oh, I think Seth sent that to us, yeah. And the guy's like, eh, I hate that. Like, all the attention, like, all right, we're all going to watch you open a gift now. It's Your like, turn now, yeah. I fucking hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, I think this person... I think, okay, Analyst was being very thoughtful. And unfortunately being thoughtful because they're like I don't feel comfortable opening this in front of everybody because I'm afraid they're going to judge me and spoiler alert she was right they did yeah you she just was exactly right. right who cares if that's what she wants if that's what she wants that's what she enjoys listen I think a designer handbag is dumb and I think uh, skincare is dumb that those aren't gifts for me they're gifts for her and she likes them awesome good yeah. hey this guy's fucking killing it for her. Like, he knows exactly what she's getting, and he got her some awesome stuff. I think that's great. That's what she's into. If you're not into that, get fucked, Doug. Get fucked. Like, it's not... I like how you're taking yourself down in this, too. Of course, because I was like, that's yeah. not for me. I, I Who cares? But the idea that she knew, she's like, if I open this in front of everybody, there's going to be a lot of like, uh, uh. Right. You only got me socks. You know, like it's just this it's just constant comparison, which is one of the reasons why Christmas sucks. Is because Christmas is about comparing what you got. And one of the right. things I've also learned is having a kid is you have to be very careful about what Santa gives your kid. Because if Santa gives your kid a badass present, but then another kid doesn't get shit from Santa because the family's not as well off, then why Ooh. does Santa think you're a piece of shit? Like, that's something I didn't even think about. I didn't either. Oh, Also, shit. Santa's not taking credit for my fucking gifts. Fuck that guy. So we we make sure that um, we give more modest gifts 
from Santa and the big shit yeah. comes from us because we want, you know, that's something. So anyway, I digress. The Christmas sucks. But um, I think, OK, analysts, they're not an asshole at all. They're being no. thoughtful of trying not to make a scene. And the fact that the family afterwards was like, where'd you get the bat? How'd they find out that they she opened this separately, like from Christmas? Like, who Right. What? Who gives a shit? Like, also, who cares? fuck you guys for policing gifts. Right. Like, just like the mom, it's my, uh, my mom insists that we open all presents. Get fucked. Don't. I'm sorry. Like, don't. I, that, no. Don't. That's don't absolutely. Tell me what I'm going to do with my time or no. what I'm going to do with my fucking gifts. Or my I'm fucking a, family. I'm if a goddamn my, If I adult. want to exchange gifts with my husband or my wife, like, fuck you, I'm doing it. Yeah. Don't get fucked. Yeah. yeah. I just say, I think the, the entire family is an asshole. Okay, analyst and her husband, totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah, everyone else can get fucked, man. Like, Christmas, yeah. do better. All right? Right. Well, back here again next year, unfortunately, do fucking better. Do fucking better. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't have to deal with that family next Christmas. Maybe. Because they'll just be... You know? just finger blasted ourselves. It was great. <laughs> that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. They didn't go the way that I thought. It's been a while since I played that one, so... You was know. that me? That was you. Oh, was that me? Did I say that? Was that me? I just don't remember saying that. Oh, yeah? Just finger blasted ourselves. It was great. You know? All right. That's what you did last Christmas, you know? It, well, last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and I finger blasted myself. Last Christmas, felt, right. I gave you my heart. I finger blasted ourselves buttholes. It was great. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was great. It was great. Couldn't ask so for anything better. So it is better. decided, not the asshole. Yeah, baby. I don't got anything. So, I you think know. you we we talked. I think we that. did it. I think we did it. Yep. You know, you gotta get your dick out. Um. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? I am gonna recommend Doug Spider Man Across the Spider. He did it. He I did it. He watched it. I did, and it was good. It was it's very very good. good. I'm very excited for the conclusion. Right? Very excited for the conclusion. Such uh, a good fucking movie, man. The music, the acting, the was, animation, the art was beautiful, man. Just beautiful. It was, it, was, it was gorgeous. I was trying to figure out which one I liked better. Did I like the first one better? or the, If I had to choose which one. I think the first one still holds top spot for me. But this one, this one gave it a... a Big old fight. But this one's my Empire Strikes Back. This is my Infinity War. Like this one, it it raises the bar. It raises the bar. Now, does it stick the landing in the next one? I don't know. But this one raises the stakes. Okay. And not only that, I love the cold open. The cold open's amazing in this film because it doesn't even have miles in it. It's all it's about it's, it's all, all about, about Gwen. Gwen. And yeah. <clears throat> all that stuff that happens. <clears throat> And then it's like, book -a -book -a I'm like, oh my God, that's right. We haven't even done the title sequence. It was like so good, so emotional, so like powerful. Yeah. And I love the art on Gwen's world too. Like just, they did so many creative things visually in you it know that what? like were amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I could, it, it, it's a fight between the, the villains. The villain's so incredible. <laughs> I could still be convinced. Yeah. Wait, which villain though? Right? Like, Right. Right. So good, and honestly, uh, this the creativity in this one like was yeah. through the roof. Like the first one, super creative, but it's just like, I mean, Moombatten, 
I mean, oh my God, just just the idea of like anything you, that's what I love about the, the one good thing about multiverse is like anything's possible, have fun. Right. And when right. people lean into right. it, they're like, oh yeah, there's a universe for the Peter Parker's is, a Jeep, uh, you know. <laughs> the, or a T-Rex. A T-Rex, you know, yeah. right, yeah. The, the multiverse lends itself beautifully to animation. Yes, Beautifully, yes. it gets weird when it comes to uh, live action. It I'm can work, come. but it gets weird. Sorry, Jesus Christ! I'm here for you. I got you back, Doug. What do you recommend? I'm done. <laughs> Just undercutting all my points. What with Donald Trump jizzing in his pants? Yeah, he's just announcing what he's his, about to do with his little T-Rex arms. He's like, I'm telling you what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah you know. When I'm president, I'm going to come, you know, finally, in four years, all backed up, you know, right. Melania won't touch me. No. I'm going to come. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a great movie. You haven't watched it. You should watch it. Uh, I'm going to recommend the board game Diced Veggies from KTBG Games. Uh, I saw this game on a random video. I think Seth sent it over to me and I saw this game. And I'm like, I'm fucking buying this game. Unfortunately, the shipping costs as much as the game, but it was fucking worth it. <laughs> All right. Because uh, I think they're based out of Canada. So, um, but... Even more reason to buy from them. It was incredible. Uh, it's a very fun game. I play it with Natalie. She won today. Finally, I told Yay. her, I go, hey, you're going to beat me at this game sooner rather than later. She goes, what about Spider Hack? I go, later rather than sooner. You're not going to beat me on that for a while. But I go with... Dice veggies you are, and today she beat me. It's a really cute game that uses dice, and you're cooking up all these different recipes uh, uh-huh. with the dice, and it's so much fun. It's so much fun. It's great for kids. It's great for adults. I can't recommend it enough. It is an absolute delight. You get I, like this like little cleaver. I'm watching. I'm watching the the video on their website with no mm-hmm. sound, and I'm very yeah. confused. It's so cool, man. It's such a fun game. It's so good. I was, I saw that. I'm like, that's going to be a great game to get with Natalie. So uh, yeah. it's so good. I highly recommend it. Go check it out again. Called Diced Veggies from KTBG Games. Go check it out. You okay. well, won't give, be give, give us a real quick rundown of how it works. So essentially you get this uh, th- different selection of dice. Like they're all, di- there's a couple different colors. There's like colors for mushrooms, carrots, tomatoes, garlic, and uh, chilies. And no you get onions. a cleaver, and on your t- no onions, it's it's garlic, it's not onions. And mm. you use your cleaver to basically cut down in a very specific way to get no more than ten like dice that are worth ten or less. And you okay. use those to, to as your ingredients to make the recipes that you have. And each recipe have different points. Like if it has more ingredients, it's worth more. But then you also get these hype cards that you can play that can add more to your. Uh, recipe, but it usually requires you to do something like one of them is like all the dice have to add up to exactly 25. And if they do, you get nine extra points, which is huge in the game. Or it's like discard your other hype card and you can use this one. and It's worth four. Like there's all different things you can do to kind of like add bonuses on to your things. And it's like really easy setup, really easy to explain. And it's so much fun. There's something fun about like, I'm going to slice this off. And uh, there's some strategy to it as well. It's super fun. Like, I think Chef Mike should play this game and rep this game. That'd be cool. I'd play this with him. I can dig that. Like Chef Mike played this with me. 
You know, there you go. We need so instead of Doug plays video games, it's going to be Doug plays board games with Chef Mike. There we go. Make it happen. We need to, get, we need to make this happen. Chef Mike. I mean, he uh, he uh, promoted um, that cooking video game. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Overcooked too. Okay. He was in the commercial for that. So okay. there you go. Ta-da. Yeah. Uh, this just makes me hungry looking yeah. at the this this board game. It's I'm cool, into it. man. It's totally um, cool. You won't be disappointed. Uh, I promise. Similarly, have you seen uh, Chef Mike's new show? No, I haven't because it's on some channel that I'm not aware of. Yeah. F- Freebie? Fruvy? Tubi sure, Duty? Why not? I don't know. Chef Mike uh, cooks his way through the D&D cookbook. Yes. Uh, it's called Heroes Feast or something like that? I think it's what it's called. Yeah. Look it up. If you have the channel, go watch it. Show Mike. Show show Chef Mike some support. Some, love. some love. He's a good dude. Yeah. He's a good dude. We're good it's too. So check us out. YouTube.com slash podcast to watch us. Hit the like and subscribe button. Follow us on all our social media at podcast. Check the link in the description down below for links to our Discord, to our merch, to our Patreon. Show us some love there as well. And be sure to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram. On Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's a fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, any place where you can find and consume quality podcasts, you can find us. Share, subscribe, rate, review, all those things we ask you to do every week. But sharing is one of the biggest ones. Let people know that we exist. Please and thank you. I said it nicely, so now you have to do it. Better do it. TweetStaith.com, TweetStaith on all social media, loveandimprovfilm.com, loveandimprovfilm on Instagram. Yeah. Well, gang, thanks for joining us. Uh... It's 2024. I hope hope you survive the time with your family. And uh, let's let's get ready. Let's do this. Let's go suit up. It's time to go. All right. Hashtag New Year, New Us. Am I right? Hashtag show them show them sweaty sweaty packs at the gym. All of that, including the stutters. Justin, yes. thank you. Douglas, thank you. Listeners and viewers, thank you. Have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.